Hello, everyone, and welcome into the Irish NFL show. It is a Hall of Fame game special, and we are delighted to welcome our first guest this evening, Hayes Caroline, who is from 1010XL 92.5 FM, who covers the Jacksonville Jaguars. How are you doing, Hayes? Gentlemen, I'm doing great. It's great to be with you. Well, we are uh, delighted to be chatting to you. It's actually quite uh, sunny in Dublin uh, as we record this, so we're oh, we're not good. too envious of the the Floridian <laughs> sunshine. But um, nice. For, we we ask all our guests this: Do you have any Irish heritage? Have you ever been to this little green island? I haven't, and I told my wife that uh, I was joining you guys, and she got so uh, excited because she went to Dublin and loved it said it's like one of the coolest cities she's ever been to so now uh we're gonna go at some point um and uh so i i don't have any uh ancestry uh from there but i can't wait to visit hey i gotta get into you with you on the new head coach so doug peterson has obviously taken the road in jacksonville with a point to prove after his his kind of difficult ending in philly after the turbulent year last year with urban meyer and what we've seen from Peterson so far, he seems to want to get involved in the community. He's been at certain speeches and rallies, you know, just to kind of get a flavor for what the people are like in the area. What's your initial thoughts on how he's taken on the role so far? He's been everything you could hope for and more. The biggest thing is that he's normal. He runs like a normal professional outfit. Like, you know, and really, to be honest, that goes back before Urban Meyer here in Jacksonville because they had Gus Bradley who came from Seattle, who's a fantastic guy, but was very much, you know, I'm not as concerned about the wins and losses. It's about getting better. And I don't want to put extra anxiety on the players. It was a very new school way of coaching. And, you know, it wasn't his fault. Gus didn't have any talent, but he went 14 and 48, got fired. And then they went to this like trio of Doug Marone and Dave Caldwell, but Tom Coughlin's running it as executive vice president of football operations. So that was unique. And it worked for the first year in 2017. They were really good, uh, but it didn't have staying power. It fell apart. Uh, then Shad Khan fired Coughlin, kept Marone and Caldwell on for one year. They went one in 15. And then Urban came in, and that was obviously the biggest debacle of, of all. Uh, arguably the worst hire uh, in league history. Although at the time I, I thought it would work, but I was way wrong. And, uh, you know, so it's been a while since you could probably walk into a Jaguars meeting or a Jaguars practice and what they're doing would be very normal in the other 31 outposts, whereas they really haven't been that in a while. So, uh, but Doug Peterson has been fantastic. Uh, he doesn't create, these farcical competitions of, well, the rookie has to go earn it and beat the veteran and this cliche crap. It's insulting to the veteran who knows he's going to get beaten out. Uh, so it's it's been, in, in every level, it's been fantastic from how he's handled the team to how he has uh, engaged with the community. But it's great. You know, they've got Trayvon Walker, starter from day one. Devin Lloyd, starter from day one. Luke Fortner, a third-round pick, starter, right at center, uh, first day of training camp. So there's no illusions with Doug Peterson. And uh, he even told us today, which surprised me, that uh, he went ahead and told us that, yeah, Trevor's not going to play uh, in the Hall of Fame game against the Raiders. Travis Etienne's not going to play. He's like, some starters probably will, but those two I can tell you won't, which is refreshing. We haven't had a coach here in a long time that would 
you know, offer that up 48 hours before the game. We were actually in London uh, to see the Jags win on that last uh, second field goal last year. It didn't end up uh, preventing the Jags from getting the number one pick. And you mentioned him earlier, but I know that you've had the opportunity to, to chat to him. Can you talk to us, I suppose, about Trayvon Walker, how, how he's fitting in there? A lot of talk, obviously, in the lead up to the draft about who the Jags were going to Go, go for in the end we all kind of knew it was going to be is he everything that that you have expected down there yeah it's a funny story because I didn't like the pick you know when we started to get wind about 10 days before the draft that they were leaning towards Trayvon Walker you know I was like how you know he had nine sacks in college here you're passing on a guy like Aiden Hutchinson who you know has a sophisticated pass rush plan he has the production that you'd want uh, and, and, you know, then the people, there were people, well, yeah, but look at the measurables. Okay, that's great. I get it. Traits over production, a lot of people, but there's just not that much production. Then I saw Trayvon Walker in person and because uh, I didn't go to the combine and, uh, and to see him uh, in OTAs when, uh, you know, running around. And again, that's not contact, but just to see his frame and his speed. Uh, the first day I ever saw Trayvon, the Jaguars, ran a play where the quarterback, it was like CJ Perry and the quarterback went to check it, thought about checking it down to the running back and Trayvon Walker had dropped into coverage and he closed at 6'5", 272 pounds. He closed on this guy because he saw the quarterback's eyes go to the running back. And if he had thrown the ball to the running back and it had been a contact practice, he'd have killed the running back. That's how fast he moves. It's, He's he's unbelievable as an athletic specimen and a super polite, great young man. Can't wait to cover him. But the only player I've ever seen athletically, I started covering the Jaguars in 2013. So they've had a lot of, you know, high picks. Uh, and and the only player I've ever seen them draft that the from the first time I saw him, I said, that guy athletically is special. I don't know if he'll be able to play at this, but but athletically they don't make them like him, was Jalen Ramsey. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, when he first arrived, he was like two weeks removed from a minor knee procedure. And he was running off to the side. He wasn't working, but he was running off on, on the side field. And just watching him run two weeks removed from knee surgery, you could just tell. This guy is, he is, an, he is beyond the normal high-level NFL athlete. He is something really special. And it's the same thing I thought about Trayvon Walker. So, you know, we'll have to see if his instincts and, and everything like that uh, enable him to become a great player. But the early returns are great. He's had a couple pass breakups already uh, against Trevor. When he moves, when he rushes inside, uh, he is a handful for the guards. And uh, he's just so long. And, he, and he, again, he's so explosive that if his instincts are just above average, you have to think that they've really found themselves a, a dynamic defender. Here's one free agency signing that intrigues me is Evan Ingram. As a, as a Giants fan who's had the, the ups and downs of Evan Ingram's career to date, it didn't come as a surprise that he went to Jacksonville because I felt Doug Peterson would go after players within the NFC East. He has the experience there. He knows a lot of the players there. There's been mixed reports from his, from his initial few days in camp and people tend to lose their minds very early in training camp. We have to remember it is only camp. But from what you've, you've seen so far, is it a good or bad situation, Evan Ingram? 
Yeah, I think you have to understand, like you said, with Evan Ingram, that that he is going to drop a ball. You know, he's not going to have the the most reliable hands. That's the that's the book on him. It's unlikely that's going to change in his sixth year. But and, and he had a couple in one practice uh, a few days ago. But he has been, on the whole, uh, he has been a very very positive factor for this offense and something that. Uh, you know, absolutely is going to be utilized. He signed a one-year prove-it deal here uh, because of Doug Peterson. I mean, you know, I I think he thinks Trevor Lawrence, well, now I know, but at the time when he signed, he probably was assuming Trevor Lawrence would be good, but he didn't know that. And Trevor's first year would give you no indication of that. Uh, So he's betting on, and he's betting on Doug Peterson. And uh, he has had some drops, but he's also caught a ton of passes. So, uh, he, you know, I know he's been to a Pro Bowl. I'm not expecting him to go to a Pro Bowl, but I do think he's going to get a high level volume of targets, and uh, you know, and he's going to have an opportunity to to have a big year. Certainly for what the Jaguars are accustomed to at that position. I mean, he is by he looks like a receiver. I mean, the first time I saw Evan Ingram, I said, "How did he ever convince somebody he's a tight end?" Because he's not even that big of a receiver. Um, and uh, but. You know, but he he is he is a matchup problem because of that speed. I mean, he's obviously not a accomplished blocker, but uh, he has a chance, I think, to really have a productive year from what we've seen in camp. My guess is there's going to be a drop or two with Evan Ingram, but there's also going to be a lot of big time plays that he's able to make. He made a dazzling catch in the end zone yesterday. So everybody and, and Doug Peterson was asked about the drops. He said, "Look, we're not worried about it. Uh, you know, ra- rather him do it now than." Than in season so they're giving Evan Ingram full support it's not like when he drops a ball you don't see him for you know a, a, you know two two of the practice periods I mean they go right back to him Trevor goes right back to him and again it was really only one day so um he, he's caught way more than I mean the I, my guess is he if I had to count it up in the nine practices we've had he's probably caught 30 40 passes and uh, 11 on 11 and, and seven on seven work. So I think he's had a good camp, but you know, with Evan Ingram, there's going to be a drop here and there. That's just who he is. It's interesting. You, you kind of touched on the fact that he, he kind of plays like a receiver because even at one stage, you know, before free agency began, there was a conversation about potentially declaring as a wide receiver for free agency. Yeah. I, I mean, again, the first time I saw him, I was like, you gotta be kidding me. I, I mean, it, Dan Arnold is a giant compared to Evan Ingram and Dan Arnold is not the biggest tight end. I mean, forget, you know, the Jaguars blocking tight end is Chris Manhurts, who's almost looks like double Evan Ingram size. Like it, it, it really is amazing because you would never look at him and think that's a tight end. Uh, Cause again, they've had receivers that are bigger than Evan Ingram. Uh, and so, you know, it, it, I, I don't get it, but He's a tight end, and that's where they line him up. And and obviously, he's had uh, you know a, a moderate amount of success in the NFL. And I, I do think he made the right choice to come here. Uh, Dan Arnold is is a quality player, but he's not a star. So it's clear Evan Ingram is the guy. Dan Arnold's under him when it comes to that receiving tight end, and uh, and he's got a real chance to have a big year under Doug Peterson, and then either be back out on the market or reach uh, an extension with the Jaguars or even possibly they could franchise tag them. 
And finally, Hayes, I suppose the, the long wait is, is inching towards a, a conclusion in that the time this goes out will be a few hours away, moving from off-season to pre-season. Okay, we're not into the regular season, but uh, the, the first game, the, whole, the Hall of Fame game, you touched on earlier, Doug Peterson had announced earlier in the week that we wouldn't see Trevor Lawrence or Travis Etienne. But what, I suppose, are you looking to see from the Jags when they take the field this evening? I think it's just get out healthy. I mean, again, that these games are just, for the Jaguars to have any chance to exceed expectations, which, you know, I would say that qualifies as anything above seven wins would be uh, a real nice accomplishment in year one for Doug Peterson. They're going to have to get to the starting line healthy. I mean, they've got better depth than what they've had, but they can't afford to to lose anybody of, of consequence. So I'll be interested in seeing the full list of inactives, uh, you know, when we get that 90 minutes before kick. But um, I, I, I will say this. I, they have a running back, Snoop Connor, that's going to, that's certainly going to get some opportunities because James Robinson isn't going to play coming off the Achilles. He's been limited all throughout training camp. So he's definitely not going to play either. So you're down two running backs. Uh, Snoop Connor is, is a player they drafted out of Ole Miss. Uh, he's looked good. He's going to get a, a pretty good amount of work, I would think, uh, at least for a quarter, quarter and a half uh, before they turn it over to uh, the deep backups. So, uh, you know, he's somebody to keep an eye on. But uh, but I will say Travis Etienne has looked great in training camp. So it's going to be a lot of fun seeing Travis Etienne once he makes his debut, particularly once we get to the regular season. And for the Jaguars, that's September 11th at Washington. September 11 still feels like quite a bit away, Hayes, and you've talked, about the, you've talked about the positivity of, <clears throat> of the new head coach. What for you, bear in mind they've been the first pick in the draft for the past two years, what do you feel is a, a realistic season in terms of managing, I suppose, fans' expectations this side of the world who sport the, who sport the Jacks? I, I think if they were to win seven or eight games, fans would have to be pretty encouraged with that. They've won four over the last two years combined. The biggest thing is Trevor Lawrence. You've got to see growth from Trevor Lawrence and it's got to be substantial growth. Uh, I think everybody's willing to give him a pass on year one because his supporting cast wasn't very good and his head coach didn't know what he was doing. So he was surrounded by cluelessness, ignorance, a lack of creativity, uh, a lack of knowledge of how the league operates. And, and really didn't have any playmakers around him. Uh, you know, there was very little to take away out of that rookie year other than he was able to get used to the speed of the game and he got out healthy. He was able to start every game, um, but he's looked very good. He's a different player in terms of leadership, command. Uh, you can tell it's Trevor's team now. Uh, you know, this time last year, he was splitting reps with Gardner Minshew for the first three weeks of training camp. Um, so they've done a much better job getting Trevor ready and he has responded well to that. So it all starts with Trevor Lawrence. If, if they win, you know, four games and Trevor Lawrence throws for 17 touchdowns and 15 picks, there's going to be a massive panic in Jacksonville. But if they win seven, eight, maybe nine games and Trevor Lawrence is in, you know, 31 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, uh, then I think there'll be a huge wave of enthusiasm and almost euphoria around here going into 2023. Hey, we want to thank you for taking the time to chat to us. We know that the Jags will be making their annual pilgrimage to, to London again this year, and we look forward uh, to that. If our viewers and listeners want to check out your stuff, where can they find you? 
Yeah, I appreciate it. I'm on Twitter at Hayes Carlion, and uh, you can find us on our website, 1010XL.com. And uh, we have apps. So we have a 1010XL app and a 92.5 FM app. So you can listen to us wherever you are. Hayes, thanks again. And if your wife and you want to come back to Dublin, we'd love to meet you here and have a couple of pints. Man, that sounds great. I look forward to it. Thank you for having me.